Well, hello there. Welcome back. This is Medicine Transmissions with your host, Emily Mayberry. So good to be here again. Excited about this one. I have been going through a pretty huge shift and transition in my life, and now I'm like landed. I've come to a place where I'm settling in. And so I'm dropping in. I have fully moved out of my apartment with my partner, now husband. I got married. <laughs> um, so my husband, my hubby, my boo, we have fully moved out of our apartment and moved into our RV, our home, our mobile spaceship, fairy portal, magic center, healing center, <laughs> all the things. And it feels so good so good so so good and so we're here we're ready and we've gone through this crazy just period of purging things emotionally physically and otherwise really focusing and crystallizing our things our items our sacred parts of our day that would come with and really need to be present and just got rid of so many things that were taking up so much space in my physical space but also just my like if it's in my space I had you know a part of me was like that thing is there and I have it it's in my possession or the story that is attached to it it just took up space and not that that's not a beautiful thing to have and it's not beneficial to have things um but I have found that sometimes we just accumulate stuff to fill space and then it no longer serves us and we keep it around for whatever story reason and so to really let go of that and see what really just brought that joy and brought me to life and sparked that in me and that's not what surrounds me and so now I've allowed myself to unwind and to stop all that crazy doing I was in for 50 hours a week for two and a half years and then you know other journeys before that where I was just focused focused creating that abundance to create this opportunity to create this freedom and these other really opening into my bigger opportunities that are way more in alignment with my full expression of how I want to show up how I want to come into community so I've been clearing my mind seeing what's coming forth what parts of myself are coming back to life or really stepping even more forward into that different art forms or dance or interest things little impulses that I've allowed to come through or a lot of resting that too that's come alive my honoring of when my body wants to move in its own rhythms and there's also been a lot of energetic waves coming through I'm sure y'all feel me on that so that's a part of it too, allowing my body to do what it needs to do. And then it's not as rough and all around good. So I'm thinking, I'm reflecting. Um, I've already had some opportunities come up, which I'm grateful for. But I'm continuing in this process of widening my vision and seeing what's, okay, now it's present. What do I want to walk with first? Why did I lead myself here? What did I set myself for? What I mean, spirit conspiring <laughs> in the best way. So that brings me to today and to this topic because it's one thing that has continually come back around in a circle, of course, right? Council, holding circle, holding space. What is holding space? 
and how important and prominent is my life in my life that now I've cleared out these things, not only physically, but also just things my energy and attention were going to did or did not serve me or things I want to give more of it to. I've been in a lot of shifting through that too. Going through all the things and holding space is so, it's one of those crystalline gems for me. Something that I do in a lot of different ways that is so precious and important. And so that got me ruminating on what is it to hold space? And I thought it would be juicy and fun to go into the different facets for y'all of just what I've gathered, my opinions and my perceptions, um, and hopefully inspirations and fun paths for you to go down of what it means to me to hold space, what I have found scientifically, the super nerdy fun, spiritually, um, and just tactfully, like as in like tactile, the importances, the things to, to be aware of and to be mindful of and carefully tend to. Um, there's a lot of aspects, uh, to really come into alignment and create a harmonic, powerful, and beneficial space holding. So that's what we're going to dive into today. We're going to talk about holding space and the transformative aspects of that and just how essential to me it is to day-to-day life and a community and people interactions in general to help smooth things out or build things or stay connected and feel heard. It's one of the most important things. Um, People want to be heard and validated and not ignored. It's such a basis of feeling okay, is to have a community or have a space where you're heard and you matter and you are seen. You're not just like something to toss to the side or an afterthought or anything like that. Uh, But we'll get into that in another section because that kind of dives into something I want to get into about what it's like when we lack these spaces, what I have witnessed in the societies where that's the case. So buckle up, get ready, (laughs) get some tea or water, some yums, and let's sit down by the fireside and find out what it means to hold space. All right, all right. We are going to dive right in. So first we'll start with just holding space, the transformative powers that it holds and why, um, and then dive deeper into what that means to hold space, the things, the components that make it up, how it operates from my perspective and my opinion and the different elders and lineages I've uh, learned from and work with just to give an idea a general overview of what that means so first we'll start out here of why why do we hold space what does it serve so it's important I think to understand first before that we then get into the details and the degree and then you know the layer underneath would be science and then kind of coming back around <laughs> what it can do for us spiritually and in our groups, how we relate to each other, all the different ways, the ways, the reasons, and the whys of holding space. 
community has always been a really important and vital part of survival in human people and four-legged and two-legged people and all the other peoples, stone people, <laughs> the weather, the element people, they all work together, we all relate, and we're all stronger together. And so for human people, <laughs> community is a really transformative space, especially when it's in a positive alignment and organization, when um, the tribe or group of people are shaped in a way to support each other, to uplift each other, help each other with tasks, help each other with emotional burdens or otherwise, um, be there for each other, listen when we're going through things and reflect or just literally hold space to listen without judgment and without a quick response or without your how it relates to you just sitting there with someone and what they feel called to share from their heart or you know there are communities and groups where they sit in a circle they hold a fire they have a ceremony where the person wails in the middle or just speaks out loud what's going on or what is causing them to I don't know maybe have misbehavior or <clears throat> an inability to move forward or to process something or they're angry at someone about something they can't let it go They'll share it in the circle. Sometimes they dance it out, they scream it out, they drum it out together. But they all sit there and envision this person feeling better, feeling at peace, getting back to homeostasis. Whatever ails them, they feel it with them and they lighten their load. It also could be a one-on-one, -on -one, that person in your life, and I hope you all have one at least, if not a few. Um, blessed to find any, some ears that genuinely will listen and just let you pour out your heart. Whether you just need to let some sludge out that you don't really mean but needs to be outside of you and you need to like externally process it. Or if it's something you're passionate about, a project, an idea, a dream that you want to bring in. Or a problem or something you're trying to figure out. Or a relation with someone that is having some kind of energetic blockage in there, you know. Something's not lining up. Whatever it is. It's so important for us. And we, we often have found that in community. That is where we can get through these things. We get through life together. We're better together. And we build together. But we're all beautiful, different, you know, fractals of light. And expressions of humanity and of all these different things. Different cultures. So we want to see eye to eye in, in general, I believe. Um... But sometimes that takes a lot of open conversation and of softening and finding places to meet each other. And all this takes holding space. And for that to be held in integrity is a big part of this piece. Especially if it's going to be like a mediating situation where one or more people are helping two different parties of people or groups find a way to hear each other and not block each other by different beliefs or um, stories they've been told or have formed about the other group or person. A, w a way to get around that, a way to, again, soften it, ease in, hear what they're actually saying and find a way to move forward. So these are the really beautiful, transformative moments. This is where 
You know, in holding space, we share knowledge and wisdom that we've learned. We share our sacred stories. We share our love, our laughter, our grief, our tears, our understanding, our our feeling of, hey, man, I haven't been there, but I've been there. I have felt something like you feel, and I feel for you. I've been in some really beautiful circles of these moments in time, and I'd love for them to be even more commonplace. That's a part of my mission. So what does it mean to create these spaces? What does that look like? What are the components? What does that mean? Tell me what it means. That is the adventure we're going to go on next. To me, when we create sacred space to hold space for any reason, any person, any purpose, we are creating almost a cosmic womb or a cosmic cocoon womb. (laughs) A place where creation and alchemy are going to take place, which is the womb. But this is like the great cosmic womb. And we create this almost little bubble reality, our own little world for a moment. For these, this concentration, this focused intention and this weaving in this space and time. We're marking it. And then we may open the space after the ceremony or the session, etc., etc., are over. It's like a sun bursting, a star bursting, and all of its contents go out into creation to seed, to make those energetic waves and changes and shift alchemically and otherwise for whatever it is we called upon. Change within ourselves, change within our community, an ability to see a certain way, a way to meet each other, to bring peace, deeper understanding of ourselves, a releasing of, of some pattern or some deep familial and generational curse or trait misalignment whatever it is grief maybe trauma whatever it is that we're coming to transform in this space or initiation a marking of someone into womanhood or manhood or a new phase of their being we are creating a magic space for that to happen within. It's heightened. It's a little trippy. (laughs) A little psychedelic. It's potent. It's calling upon different ancestors, spirits, guides, energies, archetypes to come be present and to stand with us. It's not just words. The energies are present and standing with us in those times. When we call in the directions, if we're calling in directions to hold space, to make that container, we're naming the directions and the elements, again, calling them into this to create this cosmic seed, this altered space, heightened space, with ultra-focus and pure intention. Because what we do in these spaces has grand ripples, no matter what your intention is. And since... 
we're the ones all weaving it together, it's going to affect everyone involved. So it takes a lot of integrity and very mindful weaving. That's why it's good to practice, to know what you're calling it in, or what, no, to know what you're calling in, to know how to set up a protective space, to let things in and out. You want it to be a semi-permeable bubble. You don't want to hold it all in, right? The more you work with it, the more you create what it is in your mind, what, what space looks like, what it feels like to you, who and what you work with, that's going to give it more power, more strength, and more of your dominion, your mark over it. So you can hold it more soundly and keep the integrity and keep the people in it feeling safe because it's a vulnerable thing to step inside someone else's space in that way. And especially in, the, in many of the reasons why people come into space. It's usually for something vulnerable in some way. Even if it's like celebrating a huge thing in their life. They're in a vulnerable space. They're claiming something. They don't want to feel rejected or too much of this or not enough of that. They don't want to not be validated, not be seen. And it's an easy space for misunderstandings to happen. So to be very clear with communication, with boundaries, with how you set it up, be mindful. It's helpful to be able to, to kind of feel into people's energies and read them with their body language or what you know of them, what they look like, and not in a judgmental way, in a negative. Just taking note of things and feeling a vibe and, and, and kind of their, um, their signature, their energy signature. And then you can go off of that and help create the space with that in mind. Some people use like crystals to make grids or special items that they've worked with, um, totems, um, amulets, different things that feel special, that make it feel honored, that speak to it, that tell a story. They're not necessary, but they add again to that feeling Hey, something mystical and magical is coming here. We've come to do alchemy, to change and transform, transmute, clear, whatever it is, or maybe all of the above. <laughs> so let's mark it. Let's make us feel this moment. Because the more we open to it, then the more potent it is, the deeper we see, the more pure it can be from like childlike innocence, not holding back, not self-judgment, or not believing something is impossible, or that we're not worthy. Got to be really clear. It helps. And it's also medicinal. To feel that way. To feel that kind of ability to weave and to take... Mm, not control over our life. I wouldn't say that, but to be able to move and mold with it. Instead of just being at the whim of whatever's happening. To realize your true potential as a creator... It just leaks into all other areas of our life as all good ceremony and space holding should because we get the insight, we get the download, we get that intense feeling, but we also get the homework, <laughs> what to work with to make that thing come into our space or come into our being or come into our reality to make it stay and stick, to transform the world around us and in our immediate vicinity and otherwise got to keep working with that weaving you don't just like sit down for one thing and 
weave a part of a tapestry and expect it to weave itself and be done. Yes, you open the circle and the intention is set and the energy part of it is done. And it will, in a sense, go out and the wave will happen. But a lot of times it requires our continual effort to it. We're the ones who created that alchemical change. So you've got to keep feeding it to let it fully blossom and take root. Especially if it's a shifting of a pattern, something we're used to doing or something that we're like, we're addicted to pain or whatever it is. Or, you know, there's, a, again, a family thing that we're trying to get rid of that's really deep in there. It's going to take that dedication to continue it through. And a lot of times that emotional or spiritual high, that amazing tapped in feeling the messages or the visions that you get in ceremony or space holding or just that feeling of connection. That's what carries you through meeting these things we're transforming and seeing them and continuing forward in that transformation and not losing your grip on that process and sliding back in to your old ways or your old this or that or what again whatever it is you went into that soup <laughs> that cosmic soup to create from and to create for So this is holding space, listening, listening from your heart. And I know a lot of this sounds cheesy, but I mean like the real way, listening from your heart, the place of love, your place of understanding, your place where you put those judgments down, you put that hardened, jaded part of yourself, if you have it, down. And you listen. And you just try not to make any kind of decision about what they're saying, just listen. Like you'd be watching water roll by or a breeze blow or an animal walk around and eat grass. Just listen that way. It doesn't matter what you have to say or think about it. It doesn't matter what you have to say or think about it. The purpose is to let the person release that from inside themselves and put it out and start to put the puzzle pieces around and move them so maybe they can start putting it together in whatever application that is. It is reminding and creating space of what's already present, magic and spirituality, spirit being ever-present, that connection, that ability to listen, to weave, that love for each other, the connection we always have, that's always there. Just reminding you of already what is. Because all life is ceremony, if we can see it. It's not always serious. It doesn't have to be serious. Serious is good. There's a time for that, but laughing and being silly is the best ceremony. <laughs> Clowning around, making each other giggle. Just like being completely weird and letting your inner child just do what it does. Children are just infinite, silly, spontaneous creation and putting on different, like, fun characters. <laughs> That's ceremony. Celebrating life. Ceremony is a celebration that we get to be here. That we get to figure out these relations with each other. That we get to fit, find how we can have more love and more peace and more harmony and abundance. It's great and it's blissful and it's painful. But underneath all, it's 
all love. Even when I'm feeling the most excruciating emotions, I can find the love behind it. In community and holding space helps us to find the love behind these things and move forward with it. And find a way to be grateful for life again. To see all the amazing gifts that are left everywhere by ourselves and, you know, by others. All right, so now it's time to get a little analytical, a little science. We're not going to go too deep into this. I always encourage you to take any inspiration you get from the things I share here and dive deeper in whatever way you feel called to. But I will present general ideas so we can get this idea of what actually it is to hold space with our conscious intention and our focus. So when we go way down to the energetic particles, electrons, and below them even, everything is actually made up of moving particles of light. Everything around you, every person, the table, the wall, the grass, the earth, the stars, all at a subatomic level are just particles moving around. And the really interesting thing that has been found that I have read a lot about from different angles of quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and otherwise, is that these little particles are moving around. And once there is an observer, a point of consciousness, they finally stand still, they're present. And then if there's not a conscious observer, they go back into the fluid mixture of chaos or potential, um, black matter, whatever you want to call it. So there is something to say about the power of focusing our attention on something. And these particles condense down into waves and eventually will become matter. So when we are thinking, imagining, we are holding that in our mind. And then in time, we maybe speak of this, which is the first wave of those particles starting to find their organization into matter because... Our breath is taking our thoughts, our intentions, and bringing them first to that first level of manifestation. Because for right now, this world takes a bit for those things to come into physical matter. I don't think it's always going to be that way. But for right now, and for a while, it's been that way. So... In this density, first we speak. Now these particles are moving with our spirit, our breath, that first physical incarnation, the water of our breath, 
and it is coming down into creation. And then from speaking that, maybe we inspire someone to take an action, or maybe we take an action ourselves. We build, we make something happen. We make changes in our life, or we refine something in our life to bring change. Well, now that particle moving around has found a physical incarnation. It has become. So when we're in ceremony or we're holding space, we're all focusing our minds on the same thing. And that presence, that laser focus, that fully being here in that moment especially when there's more than one mind on it. Wow. Well, that is a grand localized calling of these electrons into being. And then not only does that create this extra quantum feel to it, because let's say it's only two people, there's my energy, there's your energy, but then there's that exponential energy off of our two energies combining. There's always that extra blast. So you keep adding more people. Well, now you have a bigger and bigger field that you're working with. So this change that you're calling in, or this thing that we're praying for, or this thing we are honoring, maybe we're feeding the elements, maybe we're honoring the ancestors or the spirits, we're calling for something, whatever it is, we are all creating that field and then the amplification of all those conscious points focusing on that one thing. It is so powerful. And then we weave it. We take that huge blast of energy we felt that is now in our being and we all work with it. Well, that's going to create a lot more of that landslide, of that wave particle coming down into physical. And we're holding it in our field. Once we change these parts of our bodies, right, come into alignment with ourselves, get out things that are literally holding back our ability to hold more electrons, to hold more light, well, then we are going to be bigger transmitters to the people around us. We have more to be responsible for because of that but we are also have the ability to create bigger ripples because literally we have more mass in that way that's why people do these spiritual practices to build up you know the prana which is just the life force that is infinitely abundant in the universe around us we build that up and we're able to affect more have it go wider and then when we sustain ourselves We take care of ourselves, we honor our needs, and we are doing our spiritual hygiene and otherwise, (laughs) our upkeep. Well, hey, then we probably have extra electrons that we can then donate to others without depleting ourselves. Electron donations. Because we are living water. We are living, walking water that has electricity, right? That's how... We have any nerve impulses. Our heartbeat moves by electricity. And we're water. And guess what? We have salt in our body, in our blood. We are a walking 
battery, energy source. We are powerful. And if you know anything about electricity, which I'm sure most of you do, well, that also then relates back to this potent focus and ceremony. There's the ceremony of life, and then there's the marking moments. So we gauge, we know where we're at, we mark it. And it gains more of those electrons so that we can move forward and continue our walk here in a good way. Thank you so much for taking your time today to sit here with me, dive in a little bit deeper into something that you maybe are very familiar with or maybe you're just learning about. I appreciate being able to share my my gems, my gold, my crystalline shards with you. I hope that you can take one or many things that you've learned or felt in this episode and walk forward with it. If you have any questions or want to share anything, you can always reach out to me. Probably the easiest way would be on Instagram. I'm Raven Shanti. Raven like the bird, R-A-V-E-N, and then S-H-A-N-T-I. You can reach out to me. Feel free. I love having discussions and answering questions, especially about something as important as this. So enjoy the rest of your day. May you always find yourself in good company at the right place and the right time. May you feel the power that you hold in what you bring your attention to, what you bring your sacred breath and prayer or in communication to. May you find the blessings and the lessons. I know that this is a very intense time now. We are in the birth canal. And it's a beautiful but also excruciating process. We as a collective are all coming from many different places. And as a collective, we need different things. So there's a lot present right now. And ceremony and coming together is a really powerful way that we can move through this with ease and grace. We can ground ourselves and not get lost in our fear. Because fear has a purpose. I don't think it should be ignored, but it does not need to be the operating system from which we make our decisions and movements from. We need more critical thinkers thinking for themselves. We need more people holding these ceremonial spaces, holding the vision of us being able to find harmony, to be able to create systems that have closed loops in them so that we can be back in harmony with nature, that we can find better ways to claim what we need, that we can build societies centered around these sacred spaces, centered around true communication, 
and abundance for many and not for a few. These things are all possible. And I know it feels overwhelming because there is much great work to be done. But we can take it piece by piece, step by step. And in order to have it really come forward, we start that way. There is much work to be done. But there is also so many of us with hands ready and willing to do so. And we have each other. The most wonderful blessing that we have is each other. We are strong. We are wise. And we are ready. So create your sacred space. Create your time and your container for yourself. And I promise... The more consistently you do this, the more often and the way that you can find for it to bring potency and strong emotion and feeling for you, it's going to be so much more potent, so much more grounding and uplifting and will help you to clear your mind so you can truly see the way to move forward for yourself. So, Merry Ceremony, Merry Day, (laughs) and until we join together next time, may you be well, may you feel as safe as you are, may you be loved, and may you find your way to rise and fly.